Who the bloody hell's that? Should indeed. You're listening to the Corona Diaries, a sometimes random and often irreverent attempt to understand the psyche of singer Steve Hogarth. Hello and welcome to chapter 68 of the Corona Diaries and I have two members of the band currently holding their breath and you can exhale. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> oh, right. Grief. Good. That's a past. So um, as well as H, who's obviously in his normal position wearing his normal T-shirt, uh, we have Pete with us. Hello Pete, how are Hello. you? I'm very well, thank you. And I'm very, very well. It's lovely to have you here. Yeah, it's nice to be here. A rare yeah, treat. Yeah. A rare a, treat. It is a rare treat. Rare treat to have a guest. Very rare treat to have a guest. Mm. And, and, and actually, with a minimum amount of fuss, we've done a relatively short setup to get everybody up and running and into, and into place. Well, that's very, um, very, um, very nice of you to say that. We're, we're to get um, a third person onto the bus. Third person onto the bus. Yeah, we're not used to that, are we? Um, no argument about bunks or anything. No, no. Um, we ought to start with we ought to start with the album pre-order because the album pre-order has gone live today. It has. It has. It was a kind of well. I mean, for me, it was a normal day, but for Lucy and and Mark Kennedy and Rich and everybody else behind all of that, it was chaos. I imagine, but it seems to have gone very smoothly, which is which is nice, and people are very excited. I think people have been excited for a while. And, yeah, we can't ask for a better start, really. And do we do we get any idea how many people... Because I've not read the blurb yet, so could you actually sign up as of today and start making decisions, or is it a register of interest thing today? Or could you actually choose today? I think you could choose. I don't know. I, look, I had a brief look at the website and thought, I better leave because... I don't want to be the person who causes it to crash, not even being <laughs> someone last. who's actually going to buy anything. <laughs> the bass player that breaks the camel's back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm sure that's, that, I'm sure that's uh, been said before, actually. <laughs> been a few yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, on numerous the occasions. Bass camel, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Very good. Bass player. Doug, somebody camel. or other, wasn't he? There you are. I, I remember his name. I, I, his first name, anyway. I used yeah. to, Did you know him? I used to see Camel at my uh, local Friars Rock Club. They used to play regularly. And uh, so I saw them do Mirage. I saw them do uh, Snow Goose a couple of times and Moon Madness. It was, um, yeah, they were great, actually. They were really good live. I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it at the time. It was that kind of music that I was into and very ethereal and, you know, great guitar solos. Who did Mel solos. Collins play for the sax player was he wasn't camel was he? no he played for die strays no he didn't did he yeah he did what mel collins i mean not mel collins did a load of day he did the um alchemy tour with die strays oh really right he played yeah. with other people as well though didn't he I yeah. Think. yeah i think he was on that peter gabriel album the one that lily white did unless i'm getting me me 
Collins is completely mixed up. Well, I mean, I'm not mixing him up with Phil. There was a Mel Collins that played sax, and I thought he was in. Anyway, never mind, not to worry. Well, he definitely played with Dire Straits, but he, but but I imagine that was a guest spot because that was mm. mid '80s, wasn't it? So yeah. I don't know who he played with before. He's a shit hot sax player. I don't know. He didn't break the camel's back, though, did he? He didn't break the camel's not, back. No, no. no, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. We don't know he did. We don't know, but we don't know no. he didn't either. But we suspect he didn't. Well, let's draw a line under Camel because I didn't mm. expect to get to Camel. No, no, no um, not so not so quickly. Certainly, <laughs> no, no, we were saving Camel for the end. Um, so anyway, back to the pre-order. So we don't know if you can order today or not, but it's it's been announced, hasn't it? Yeah. I think you can. You know, I think you can. can you? I, th- I think bang you can. Your money I think down, you can because right. yeah. there were lots of options. <laughs> I've got. A oh right. Okay. When you clicked the... on the the kind of the highlighted. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Uh, when you clicked on the highlighted thing. It, it lit up and I thought, oh, that's enough for me. Don't want to start spending money before, you know, I'm sure I want to buy. <laughs> yeah, don't, you don't want to order one yourself. <laughs> exactly. Hang on a minute. Hang then on. You'd, Pete, then you're you'd saying to... you're not sure you want to buy it and you know what's on it. That's not, well, only that's because, not the greatest. No, 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 because I've got about 120-odd versions, if not over a 1,000 right. versions of all of these songs. Right, okay. From, from in numerous uh, forms. Okay. So you're still saying go out and buy it, it's brilliant. Oh, yeah, no, it is. Right. Fine, okay. Right. I'm so, saying that as well. Brilliant. So, uh, oh, yeah, but, I forgot but, you I, yeah. but I said it first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm here's the thing, the 2021 and Marillion are selling cassettes. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. It's, it's, a, it's an odd world. <laughs> Sorry. How, how did that happen? I will compose myself. I think Frenchie bought us on eBay or something. What's great is that have, I've got have they got us on there. So if I was going to buy a version, I might buy it on cassette, actually, just for the, you know, rarity of the thing. Mm. What's going to happen now is when this goes out, yeah. there'll be a spike in cassette orders. Yeah. yeah, within the first hour of this episode of TCD going live, what will happen as well is that we'll realise it takes even longer to make cassettes than it does to make vinyl <laughs> records. <laughs> Although I, I, I assume somebody's researched that, but I I didn't mm. even know they still made them. I I just thought Frenchie must have one of those Amstrad systems with two cassette decks, and he was just going to copy them all. Mm. Yeah, genius. I think that's what we're doing. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So the big question then is album 20. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it's yeah. definitely album 20. Yeah. Oh, yes. I bought... I bought so tell album. me about the debate then, about 19 or 20, because it must be about 19 or 20, mustn't it? Um, I thought it was about 20 or maybe more. Oh, right, okay. Because in I, I thought the debate was, if you count the compilations and some of the other versions because there's been quite a few different versions of various yeah six or one and half a dozen of the yeah other and then market. things we've done for in south america and and other things that other companies have bought and manufactured for themselves without I think if you take the live albums out of the equation yeah and then yeah. stick uh less is more into the equation because that was recorded, you know, we meant that as an album. Oh, I see. So that's where <laughs> so your then, 19 or 20 comes in. I think that's then 20, isn't it? That then makes this 20. Is that right? Is that wrong? 
Anthony, tell us. Yeah, you, you started what, what, this. Tell us Christ, what it really well, is. Well, you then. see, I was hoping there'd be a different. I was hoping to, you know, minor schism of opinion within the band. But my my thought mm. would have been that that um, less is more would have been the one that was the debate over. Right. Okay. Mm. I got you. Um, I understand now. But then I don't know if you count live albums or not. No. Because here's the thing. You can't count live Do, albums. They're not studio albums, no, aren't then they? We've, then we're into Christ the 30 or something like that. Right, okay. Yeah. And, of course, the problem with live albums is, do you count the live albums that were, say, EMI releases mm. or do you count the, 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 the racket releases? So that's where that all gets a bit tricky. Well, that gets really weird then, doesn't it? And then do you count, I mean, you know, where do you want to stop counting? Do you, do you count streaming then? As it's a product, although we don't like the word product because we're art- no. we're artists, right? So okay, we, we'll tell you what then. Let's let's let's, let's try and do it. Let's yeah. try and do it methodically. Let's see if three three blokes of a certain age can work this out. So there's four before. I'll take my socks off. Hold on. Right. Uh, well, you do it. You do it while we tack it. Let's, let's, na- let's it. name them. There's script. Yeah. Script. And there's Fugazi. Yes. Then there's misplaced. Yeah. Then there's yes. clutching. Okay. Then there's seasons end. end. Yes. Then, and only then, there's Holidays in Eden, and then there's <laughs> yes. Brave, then there's yes. Afraid of Sunlight. So that's the the EMI. Why have I got to nine when there's only eight? <laughs> I've got eight. Oh, good. I've got you eight. must have missed a thumb. <laughs> Two of my fingers <laughs> sprung out involunt- involuntarily. <laughs> um, there are eight. <laughs> then what happened? Then we had then we had a ninth engine. one. Then TSE, the strange engine, uh, radiation, radiation, radiation. dot com. That's eleven. We had dot com, didn't we? Then we had yeah. anarachnophobia. Twelve. Then we had marbles. Yeah, Is that right? thirteen. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah. Have I missed one? I haven't missed one, have I? No, you not missed one. Then we no. had. Then when did we do somewhere else? Was <laughs> that, that was next. That was after Marbles, uh, was it? Yeah. Somewhere else. Then we did the one with the, the hard shoulder and the what? Happiness, is, happiness the is the road. Happiness is the road. That's 15. Do you count that as two or one? Are we counting no, that as one? count that as one, yeah. I'd two count different it albums, as one. two different names. I'd count it as one, though, because no, it was we, under I the, think the we'd all count umbrella as one. title. Okay, count. 15 then. That was Sounds That Can't Be Made. How the hell have we got to 20? Um, I've run out now. Sounds that can't be made fear. 17. And then this one. (laughs) 18. Throw less is more in. (laughs) I've lost two. Ah, less is more. 19. 19. So where's... Oh, we've lost one. Yeah, we must have. (laughs) Unless, Unless you're right and we count marbles as two albums. No, Happiness is the Road as two albums. No, we wouldn't do that. No, that would, no I don't, I don't think. think we'd We do must it. have lost an album somewhere. I don't think there's any more that I've, I've we've not thought of. Hmm. Huh? <laughs> well, we lost one. I don't Maybe know. Lucy's just started calling this album 20 and we've all gone, oh, fair <laughs> all enough. All right. Uh, but it isn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> there must, there must. <laughs> I'm just looking up on the shelf. I think that's definitely, I can't think of anything we've missed. Mm. Mm. Quick, Google, Google something. Um, well, I would. Unless, of course, no, 
Unless, of course. Yes, yes. We count him made again, but I don't know how you would count made again because mm. that's a live album. But do you count made? No, because if you count him made again, you've got to count reel to reel. No, you'd no, we wouldn't count. Those. And thieving magpie. We, no, so no, we're not what about? Well, what hang on, about, mate. Here's the thing. Then uh, does reel to reel count because that had B sides on it? Oh, six or one half a dozen of the other had had on additional on additional tracks, track. but then so did um, other one, didn't it? No, it didn't. That's the only one with extra tracks because mm. that had um, sympathy on it, didn't it? Mm. And I will walk on water. And walk on water. You can, you can see how these albums mm. take a while. To, We've to make, yes. can't you? <laughs> well, who knows? Well, everybody write in and tell us why this is our 20th album. The 20th album. <laughs> why do we think that? <laughs> we, could, we could have a prize. Have we got a prize for the best? Can, the, best the, best, the best suggestion for why this is 20 can have a bookmark. You've got some bookmarks left? Yeah. A bookmark. And a dozen eggs. Right. In which case, we're first time ever competition on TC. Hey, TC competition. <laughs> competition oh, time. Also, oh, that was the one with the bass player, wasn't it? That's when they started doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got the bass player on and we had to start giving shit away. No, that, they won't say that, Pete. They won't say that at all. Well, that's a that's a nice spin to put on it, I must say. <laughs> they'll go, that was the episode they mentioned camel. That's, that's what <laughs> that's they'll what, say. That is what they'll say. That's what they're saying. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks, for, thanks for dropping along. And oh, it's, yeah, it's no, it's lovely to see you. It's a pleasure. Um, uh, we, sorry it's taken so long to invite you. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Uh, but, I, wasn't, um, I wasn't really expecting it, to be honest. Oh, no, no, no it's, we, we, it's, it's some, some, something we wanted to do. I've got, I've got a question for you both um, mm -hmm. that came up. Um, so, Pete, you're, you're probably not aware. We do a, once a month we do a, um, a collection of questions from the the guest book on H's website and um, and it's a bit, an extra bit of content we give out to the patrons who support the, 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 the podcast. And there was one came up that I thought would be perfect for this episode and it's from Milton E in Manchester. Now, I don't know if that's Milton who's dropped an E in Manchester <laughs> or Milton E and he just doesn't want to tell us what his Milton surname is. Milton E. E. Um, hello. Hello, Milton. Um, you're locked in a room for a week with all of your bandmates, but all from different years, e.g. Ian from 1993, Pete from 1998, <laughs> Steve from 2001 and Mark from 2009. What would be the ideal year combination to ensure harmony and good conversation? Well, you want me from later on, I think, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've mellowed quite a bit and, you know, changed my... Right. Yeah, I think you want all of us really from uh, from this year, apart from Rothers, uh, and you should have him from about, you know, the days when he used to make conversation. That was about I, 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 that was <laughs> back in '89. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't remember saying much <laughs> since the '90s, but he definitely used to talk to me when I first joined the band. Mm, so. Yeah. I think you want Rothers from about, you know, 89, 90, when he was, you know, con, con, I mean, he's not, not that he's not congenial now, he is, but he's sort of quiet. I think he's got quieter, if anything. He was always quiet. But I think in, a, in sort of in, in 89, he had a year of talking. Yeah. Um, so it'd be a good, that would be a good year 
to catch Rothers for conviviality. Everybody else probably better off now, really. I think so. Mm. Yeah, I think I would because I'm sort of mellowed. Mark's mellowed. Yeah, we sort of... And we, you know what? I mean, we've always got on, which is why we're still together, but... Yeah. Even when we weren't mellow, we, we more or less got on. Yeah. We've all, now yeah. we're mellow. It's we're actually, sort of more... We've become more mates again, I think, more recently. Maybe that's because we spend time in places like uh, real world. I don't know. That I think it's certainly helps. We, we rarely see each other. I think that's helped no end. Well, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just just because I think it's going to make a great title for the episode. So <laughs> Rothers was chatty in '89. Don't make that. Don't make that the headline. <laughs> the year Rothers talked. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, Rothers, he was. The year Rothers talked. That's the title. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't mean like for the first time. <laughs> oh. Obviously, the last time. Um, that's a good one, right? Because right. I, be I, I take Rothers from that time because just because he thought he could carry off that leather waistcoat. <laughs> So I, I thought that, that, I thought he did rather well with that though. Oh no, I think he did really well. I think he did really well on the on the, on the hooks in you video with the leather yeah, waistcoat and the eyebrows. So I think it's worth it for that. He clearly was feeling <laughs> he's not saying a word. Yeah, yeah. I'm just nodding in agreement. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, so yeah, I think I think Rothers from '89 would be um, would, would be a good shout. Yeah. But the rest of you, you're all sticking with now. Depends what you want, really. I would. I mean, I'm I'm getting on with Mark. I mean, there was a time actually when I got on incredibly well with Mark. When I, when was that? That you know, we used to go off on promo trips and whatnot. Yeah, that it was, was a probably Tuesday. around Brave ninety. Before you mean before the tour that we've toured with Brave. Probably before Yeah, before we tried to to play music with him live, we were getting on pretty well. Oh, that's hard. No, because the Brave Brave Tour was an enormous technical difficulty, wasn't it? it? I mean, I think Mark had... um, He was trying to make something fly live, which, you know, wasn't quite finished because it didn't exist in the world. You know, um, so he was he was a bit seat of the pants, but no, no, I'm 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 getting I'm getting I'm getting uh, shunted into a side in here because what I really meant was uh, I used to get on with Mark very very well indeed in, in about the sort of ninety two ninety three we used to go off on promo trips and have a blast together, and we're getting on a, we're getting on like that again now maybe mm. not. Not quite as well. Not like a couple of blokes having a blast because neither of us have a blast ever anymore. But um, getting on all right with Mark now. So maybe I'll I'll change all this. I'm going to have Rothers from 80, uh, 89. I'll have Mark from 93. I'll definitely have Mosley from now because he's mellowed, hasn't he? I mean, he, yeah. he could be quiet. Yeah. He could be quiet. He's always, been, he's always been pretty, you know... Stable, I think. The, but, yeah, the, but he could be edgy. He could be <coughs> edgy at one point. I was frightened to death of him for years. Oh, I was. I still am. Yeah, well, I still am. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm really honest, I'm probably still a bit frightened of him. 
He's the only one of the band I can see in a in some form of Nazi uniform. If that's any, any... <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, he did. He. Um... <laughs> You're confusing him with Max Mosley. <laughs> okay. Um, I think he's probably mellowed a bit more now because he's in control of the money, <laughs> which which kind of makes him feel like nobody else can be ripping us off. Mm. Right. And if it all goes, I mean, we're sort of lucky, really, because he cares much more than anybody else with the money would, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's just about right with the money. I mean, I've said in the past, if if you looked after the money, you'd never spend any of it. And we, I wouldn't, we, no. And, and then we'd be in all sorts of trouble. Um <laughs> Because we just there'd just be a load of money and Pete wouldn't spend it. Mm. Uh, if I had it, it'd all be spent on fripperies and bits mm. of art. Uh, mm. If Mark Rugs. had it, <laughs> if Mark had it, he'd probably put, have put it on a horse by now. If Rothers had it, he'd have spent it all on digital equipment and camera gear. Yeah, and we'd all be we'd all be broke. So, so Ian's probably favourite. Yeah, you know he's tight, but not too tight. So we're definitely sticking with Ian for now. We've got so it's just Pete then. It's Pete for for you, H. It's just Pete. You haven't. Yeah. Well, oh, come on then. Pete. Come on. Yeah, I've definitely. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah. Now. Do you want? Do you want amusement? <laughs> or, or do you want a stable person? He wants. What was it you were after? You were after harmony. Yeah. Didn't, you? The, didn't you say to be honest, the word harmony? Not <coughs> yes, actually, you're right. Harmony and good conversation. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, harmony now, good conversation, 93, I'd say, you know. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. And what about you, Pete? Because H has now revised a little bit. Oh, where, where... okay. Well, I would probably have... I would have Steve from... See, I've always got on really well with Steve. So... But he can he can be um, he can kind of play his cards close to his chest. So yeah, probably earlier on he was a bit more kind of open and chatty. And yeah. I think the idea. I mean, I think when Steve came in, it revitalised the band, so it all felt a bit new again. You know, which um, which I think excited him quite a bit. Mm. Um, Mark, when would I have Mark from? I think for harmony, I'd probably have him. Yeah, probably now, actually. Probably now. Um, don't know about Ian. I mean, it's easy for, to say everybody from now, really, because we're getting on really well, but... Uh, I think... When did... Uh, when did... When did Lucy join us? About 15, 20 years ago, was it? Mm. Yeah, pr probably after after John Arneson um, parted company with us. Right. I think Ian was probably um, quite good at that time. So I'd probably have him from then, which was when, whenever that was. He's very practical by the sounds of things. Oh, yeah. Six. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, well, no, you disagree? No. Oh, no, 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 I don't no. disagree, no. No, I think he's... Is he practical? 
Uh, what do you mean? Do you mean pragmatic or pragmatic? Well, pra- and, and just you somebody mean, is, who is he good I imagine with a hammer and nails. If, if there's if there's a lot of things going on, he would just level-headed get you know be, be that path to getting things resolved and on an even keel yeah. and that that kind of person, Absolutely. not panicking, you know, um, not phased by anything. He's good at taking a. He is good at taking a drama out of a situation, hmm. uh, whereas I'm probably better at putting drama into a situation. <laughs> and well, so you know, to some extent, horses for courses. <laughs> we're, the, we're the drama queens in the band. Basically, you've got them on Zoom right now. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> I think. I think. I think it's interesting that. You said that, and Pete was thinking, "Yeah, we, yeah, but you're more of a drama queen than I am." So, <laughs> oh no, well, I didn't say that though. <laughs> no, it was your face, Pete. Um, you know, but um, right. So we, no, I agree. I am actually. Um, I don't kind so of think that's, I am. But. That's worked out quite nicely. Then you've actually that's a reasonable sort of. So Steve at the beginning, Mark kind of now, but there was a bit before Tech really got too involved where Mark was just plinking keys, so it wasn't as that was good. That was that was a nice. He was all right. I think, when to he was be honest, for a, quite a few years when we were writing quite complex stuff, um, Mark was trying to design something that hadn't been designed yet, and that was probably main stage. Yeah, and so there was lots of situations that happened where not everything quite worked together because we the technology wasn't quite up to it. And, and so that at that very, point in time... That was very stressful for Mark. And also he was running everything at the same time, uh, which he kind of still does. So there's a lot to take on. But these days, a lot of the... You know, there's a lot of equipment that takes that away from him and allows him just to concentrate on the music again. And him attacking existing pieces of kit with a saw and trying to weld things together didn't quite work, did it? Yeah, yeah. Not quite. Not quite. He's one of life's test pilots, really. He's one of life's... Than, he, he's like, oh, right, than, okay. Uh, rather that's than a, one of life's... That's a great uh, description. Easy jet. It is, um, actually. Yeah. Easy, <laughs> easy jet captains. He's, he's not. <laughs> he's more of a, um, let's fire this at the ground and see if we can break <laughs> the speed of sound sort of a character. Okay. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Milton, I hope that is some kind of answer. What a great question that was. Yeah, yeah, was it was. Bizarre. It was uh, a very good question. Yeah, really well thought, well thought through that one. Um, we, we're getting close to a bit of diary, but so we'll break off in a second oh. for a bit of uh, a bit of diary. But before we get there, um, Pete, do you still have cats? I do still have cats. Right, not the same ones. They were no. They um, we've had. Um, let's see, we've had. Uh, another two or three since we've got two. We've got two cats at the moment: hmm. Jaffa and Flash. Oh, great names for cats! Yeah, Jaffa because he's Jaffa cake, kind of coloured, hmm. kind of gingery, long-haired ginger, and half Mancoon, which right. means he's one of those Canadian Newfoundlandy places that he comes from. Right. And the other one is just a um, black and white. And he was called Flash when we picked him up, actually. Right. And we thought, oh, that's a nice name for him. Stick with Flash. Because obviously Flash. that's the story. I imagine ah, the one... You know, and he has saved the universe as well. Has he? So, well. <laughs> Is that because he gets his dick out in the park? Or what? <laughs> no. no. Uh, he doesn't do that kind of thing. He's a nice boy. And they are both males as well, actually. Right. 
Yeah, just a thought. The only reason I asked was because that's always the question that comes up when you two are on screen, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there's one that seems to, you know, oh, it was nearly your cats that nearly ruined it all. Yeah. Or did ruin it all, whichever. Well, yeah, we were just, we were point. having a meeting in the freezing cold in the snow, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of instead of yeah. sitting inside the nice house with a log fire. But it didn't have the log fire on, but it was we potential. Were all, we were all on the, um, on the patio with our collars up, mm. weren't we? We were. Yeah. Right. Looking like an early incarnation of Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, 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 I guess. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll go to a bit of diary and then oh. we'll we'll come back and, and chat a wee bit more with uh with, with Pete. Diary Friday, 22nd of September, Glasgow, day off. I have a window in the wall of my bunk. They don't usually have them, so it was something of a luxury to slide back the little curtain and squint out at the morning light. I could see flagpoles with the logo of Hilton Hotels fluttering on the flags above in the Glasgow morning breeze. I slid out of bed onto the floor and began the process of gathering together my clothes, jewellery, boots, socks and bags from the places I couldn't remember leaving them the night before. I staggered through the rotating door into the reception hall of the Hilton and checked into room 1216. Wes was also in reception and invited me to join him for a spot of breakfast. Before returning to the Hilton's fake American diner to dine with a real American, I dropped my bags in my room, wincing under the worsening pain of my left arm. I booked myself in at the basement health centre for another massage at 12.45. The staff here are all very helpful and friendly and we were served cappuccinos by a smiley waitress while Wes worked his way through a sandwich as big as a bungalow. We were joined by Stuart and we sat chatting about Key West, Hong Kong, Japanese sunglasses, transvestites, JFK, Marilyn Monroe, Jack Ruby, John Peel, Anne Boleyn and Winston Churchill until it was time for my massage. I lay face down on a couch with my face in a hole, staring at a pedal bin, while Sheena rubbed aromatic oils into the parts most beers cannot reach. She knew little about contemporary music and I know nothing of aromatherapy or massage but we managed to chat effortlessly for the one hour twenty minutes it took her to get from one end of my body to the other. I returned to my room covered in a film of sandalwood and peppermint oils and with a red ring round my face like I'd had my head stuck against a toilet seat and gathered my dirty washing together. Today is my only chance to get my clothes laundered and I'm out of clean clothes. I took a cab into town and found a cleaners on Socky Hall Street who could have my stuff ready for tomorrow. Wandered along Glasgow's most famous street and eventually found my way down onto Buchanan Street where the good shops are and then onto Princess Square. There is a new shopping centre on three storeys featuring myriad designer shops and cafes beautifully designed and built from wood and imaginative art deco wrought ironwork. I set up my laptop in the October cafe and spent the afternoon writing this diary while drinking coffee and fruit tea. 
At 5.30, my laptop battery was flat, so I returned along Buchanan Street, stopping to try on a Paul Smith jacket in Fraser's. I wasn't sure about it, and, well, you have to be sure. Back at the Hilton, I decided I'd have a go on the solarium in the basement, so I killed half an hour under the tubes before showering and ringing home to see how my important people are doing. Sophie answered the phone. She seems to have adopted a very businesslike telephone manner lately. Hello, Daddy. Yes, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Would you like to speak to Mummy? Bye-bye. I love you, Daddy. Niall's more of a heavy breather. He says hello and then thinks a lot about what he should say next. This can take several minutes and, unfortunately, costs a lot of money when using long distance from posh hotels, so the pleasure of hearing him struggling to form sentences is tainted by a growing sense of unease over bankruptcy. Dizzy sounds okay, but tired. She says she misses me. Sigh. I had a shower and went down to the hotel bar. I was planning to check out King Tut's Wawa Hut, a nearby music club. But in the end, I settled down with Priv, Stuart, Helen, Amy, Pete, Mark and Simon Lake, our lovely truck driver, currently sporting a swashbuckling moustache and beard that the Laughing Cavalier would be proud of. Never managed to move until bedtime. Sunday, 24th of September. Glasgow to Nottingham Royal Centre. It's a long drive from Glasgow down to Nottingham, so I met up with Paul at ten, feeling more than a little beaten up. The pain in my arm continues, so I sat fidgeting about for the first hour of the journey, trying to get comfortable and find a place to put my left arm so that it didn't hurt. An hour later I decided to move to the back seat and lie down. I slept for much of the journey and we were heading south on the M1 by the time I regained consciousness. We were in Nottingham by two, which was pretty good going. Checked into the Post House Hotel, still feeling a little odd. I decided I would go for a walk. Nottingham becomes a ghost town on a Sunday. I realised this as I walked along the empty and closed streets and I eventually decided I might as well just go to the venue and have a cup of coffee and catering. Helen, in her blue rubber gloves, was busy pulling the skin off a partially cooked chicken, while Cod, the merchandiser, was making after-show sandwiches for the crew. He isn't paid to do this. It's something he does by way of a thank you for travelling on the crew bus. Strictly speaking, he isn't part of the crew, as the merchandise is a separate business concern. Traditionally, though, he's part of the family, and I suppose this is his way of being spiritually part of the crew. By soundcheck I was feeling downright ill so I left the venue early and returned to the hotel around 5.30 and went to bed. When I woke at 7 I ran a bath and soaked for a while. Baths are good things for singers. The hot water helps ease the muscles a little whilst the steam from the water opens up the nasal tubes and takes the edge off any hoarseness. Most of this is psychosomatic I dare say but where performance is concerned... 80% of it is down to state of mind anyway. I climbed out of the bath feeling a little better and met Paul in the lobby for the short walk to the Royal Centre. I got off to a nervous start, stretching and scratching my way through incommunicado and hooks in you. But as the set continued, my voice seemed to open up and settle down a little and my terror of the descent into complete hoarseness subsided.
After the show, I quickly showered, then made my way to the guest room to say hello to my mum and dad and sisters. Sister Jill had brought her little girls, Amy and Holly, to the show, and everyone seemed to have enjoyed it. I dedicated No One Can to my little nieces, and Holly, who doesn't usually say much, was moved to tears, bless her. I said goodnight to everyone and then returned to the post house for a nightcap in the bar with Cathy and Rory from Birmingham before going up to bed. Monday, 25th of September, Nottingham to Cardiff, St David's Hall. Woke at 10 and decided to take a walk through the city centre. I had been here at college for a couple of years, so I'm always a little nostalgic when I'm in Nottingham. I walked down the hill and across the old market square and then up towards the Broadmarsh Centre, trying to find the Paul Smith shop. This diary is beginning to sound like one long advert for Mr Smith, but I guess it's how I divert myself in my spare moments. Paul Smith started out here in Nottingham and still has a little shop tucked away up a side street. I was trying to replace a pair of pink socks I wear on stage as they'd come back from the laundry a filthy shade of grey. They didn't have any pink socks, so I bought a pair of maroon and orange instead. Oh well, there goes another 12 quid. Along with a pair of dark blue velvet trousers. I returned to the hotel to pack and check out with Paul and Pete before the long drive to Cardiff. We made pretty good time and arrived at the Hyatt around 3.15. I haven't stayed here before. It's new and the staff were all friendly and helpful. It was only a short walk to St David's Hall, so I made my way over there for sound check at four. The green room backstage reminded me of the abusive and peculiar letter I received when we came here on the Brave Tour. I wondered if I'd get another one today, but fortunately it wasn't to be. Maybe they've lost interest, or gone completely mad and can't write letters anymore. Whoever it was, from their writing, looked like they were heading for self-destruction. I ate a spot of late lunch. The girls had done chicken satay and tempura vegetables today. I declined the panoffee pie. I called a quick meeting with Alan and Priv to review the general progress of the show. They both say the set works well and recommend no changes other than sorting out the end of gazpacho, which, quote, sounds like a mess, unquote. After much umming and eyeing, we decided to shorten it so we ran through various options at the sound check until Priv was happy. The show's sold out here in Cardiff. St David's Hall is another one of those places where I know from experience that the audience noise doesn't really travel too well to the stage. You're usually under the impression that you're not going down as well as you are. I remember once at Manchester Apollo after the main set, we weren't going to bother with an encore as the crowd seemed distinctly lethargic. John arrived backstage at that moment, raving about the level of excitement in the crowd. At first we didn't believe him, but it was later confirmed by Priv. I've come to know the venues that don't carry the crowd noise to the stage, and I always watch the audience a little more carefully at these shows to see how they're responding. And we're back. And, um, I don't know why that causes such a reaction every time. Um, 
And Pete's still with us, which is lovely. I haven't. Um, I didn't go away actually. So no. Well, no, no, no. We had a little bit. They, of they all left the cat. room. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> we do that. We can't stand each other when we're not on stage. Um, and we were just talking about Phil, weren't we? Phil's not been very well. Yeah. No, I uh, I heard he got COVID, and then uh, you know I just assumed it wouldn't have hit him very hard because he double jabbed and all of that so i dropped him a line and and he came back and said he, he never felt worse in his life it was absolutely dreadful so uh yeah spare a thought for yeah. phil brown i know folks. that's terrible i didn't know i wasn't aware so i'll have to drop mm. him a line mm. lots of love for phil the closest thing the band have got to indiana jones i guess isn't it it is yeah he is so heroic isn't he, he does, oh yeah he does just look great it always oh, makes me fun. smile, actually, whenever I see him. Because he used to be our monitor man as well. And it always used to make me smile because he dances around as, to the music because he's just so into it. And it's great. It's really nice. He is a lovely fella. And I've stood a couple of times with him at front of house when uh, at gigs. And, he's, and he, yeah, you're right, he's just all over the place, mm. dancing up and down and moving about. and Yeah, brilliant. It's his um, show, you know. Well, yes, he, <laughs> Which is he, cool. he, he says that. I he think does it's tell really cool. <laughs> he does say that. He'll say to you at the end, "How do you think my gig went?" And I it went really well. Um, but um, so anyway, what I was going to ask was, yes, well, yes. I've got you both here. Mm. So how long is this going to go on for then? And I don't mean this recording. I don't mean the podcast. I mean album 18 19 or 20 is just about to be released not quite sure <laughs> which one until we get time i know i'm thinking it might be 17 now actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. album four is just about to be released but but how, how many more have you got in you i don't know how, i'm beginning to think we released a couple we didn't know about you know that, that maybe lucy just put them out on the quiet and there were things that we we hadn't been involved in at all yeah uh, that would so be i've nice. got to find out where these missing albums are um how many more have we got in us well i i would have said none about five albums ago <laughs> so yeah. the last five albums have proved me wrong on that front um but i mean as a lyricist um you know you've I feel under more pressure to say more stuff than perhaps the band because they've got to come up with more music. But coming up with music, if you're a musician and you spend three years jamming, you're probably gonna whether you whether you want to or not or try or not. But with words, it's a bit different because you've got to have something to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the pressure's um, on you more than us, really, isn't it? I'm getting, a, yeah, I've arrived at a point where I think, what on earth can I possibly say anymore? But, but having said that, I found this one quite, you know, this this album came with less uh, of a strain than 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 perhaps you know than 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 any have for a long time. I, I've this one sort of wrote itself a bit. I mean, obviously it didn't, but by by comparison. He you did. always write down a lot of ideas, don't you, as you're going along, you know. So. Yeah, I, I never remember doing it. So they, they do, I'm not that conscious of where any of it's come from or, or when I wrote it, but, but it, it seemed, I seem to have it and I've still got a stack of stuff in the laptop that we, we haven't used. Yeah. Um, some of which is, you know, utter rubbish and no one would want to use it, and, 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 but some of which isn't bad. 
So we shall see. I, I reckon there's got to be another one or two in us. I and, think. And, and if we got to a point where there wasn't <laughs> any more in us, that wouldn't be the end because, with a, you know, with a catalogue like this, we could, we could tour for 50 years, you know, without even repeating a show. <laughs> I don't even know how old I'd be then, but it sounds like I'd be very old in 50 years. We time. couldn't tour for 50 years because one of us would die <laughs> in the first 10 of course. But you know what I mean. I'm, I'm going to have to just blow my nose for a second. <laughs> I do apologise. No, it's that's, all right. There's, there's, there's probably a fan out there that will sample that in. and have it as a, as a ringtone. As oh, a doorbell. Lucky yeah. person. <laughs> <laughs> I can say, <laughs> if you want another free... Um, <laughs> Were you just offering the contents of that <laughs> no, tissue? No, 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 I wasn't. I did though, didn't I? But I wasn't. Did, yeah. That was a joke. That was a total joke. <laughs> yeah, I, it's weird. It is. It is funny actually, because as Steve was saying, I think there's a time at the beginning, and I'm. Sh- I think it hits us all. We kind of hit a brick wall of terror, and don't think that anything can ever happen, and we're no, you know nothing good is going to come out of the session, and then gradually little things drift along and start working, and you must have that much more than we do because. As you say, with music, it's a bit easier. And there's, f- there's five of us kind of contributing to where the music might go to. Yeah, if I knew, if I could really work out in my head how it all comes together, life would be a lot easier. But I've never quite managed to work it out. I think, though, it... I think that's that's one of those things, isn't it? I always think that if you do work it out you're going to come up with something that's just a formula. Yeah. Then and that's not going to be interesting to anyone. Yeah. You you've know. discovered the formula then, yeah. And then it's going to be, it's perhaps going to be samey. It's certainly going to be less, um, less original, isn't it? Yeah. Because there, there will then be a, um, a process of popping different ingredients in the frame. You know, so you've got the frame and you're popping little yeah, ingredients yeah. in it. And we don't, you know, that's one of the we, things. We, we don't have the frame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've never used a frame. It's like they used to build houses in the old days where none of the walls were really straight and none of the windows quite matched. Yeah, they're the ones you want. <laughs> they are. <laughs> you measure one wall number. thinking, oh, these walls will be the same then. No, no, they're not. I live in one of them. <laughs> I can <imagine. laughs> So you metaphorically still, as well. As <laughs> you mean you in your mind or in your actually <laughs> physically? <laughs> you you're both still fairly energised. That's, that's very clear. Uh, mm. It's clear from talking to you, and it's and clear from talking to to H as well for the the number of episodes we've done. Both of you, then, if there was a point where it nearly fell apart for you, when was that? There must have been a point over all this period of time where you thought, do you know what, that's it, I'm done. Either I'm done with the band or the band's done. Have you ever had one of them, Pete? I mean, I've had one of them, but I don't know if you've had one. Um, <clears throat> no, I don't think I ever really believed the band would be done because... I think... No, but did you ever feel that you'd, you know, you'd rather be in another group? You'd had enough. Camel, even. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never wanted to be in Camel. I was just impressed when I was a kid at see because all the keyboards. I used to love the fact that 
there were synthesizers and mellotrons and th- mm. or Hammond and B threes or twos or or fours or whatever they were. Um, they were threes, weren't they? Let's be honest. I think they were threes. Yeah, um, and all that kind of stuff. And there was, you know, bands like Camel and Green Slade and Manfred Mann's Earth Band and all those sort of bands. So no, it wouldn't have been Camel. No, but um, no. Getting back to no, I, I. Do you know what? I never did. I, I've never had one of those moments. I mm. mean, you know, it's um. But then I really. D- you know, I love music. Mu- I j- music is just so much of of me that, and Marillion is so because I, you know, I've been doing it for so long with you guys that it's just it's just the most natural thing in the world. Mm. Go on then, H. You when go. were you going to throw in the towel? When was that then? Uh, oh well, it was probably it's probably been well documented. Uh, for for me, it was. Um, it would have been like day two of that week in Portugal, when we were trying, when we, when I rocked up and we were trying to write. Santa oh, Can't that be was made. a tough. That was a tough time, wasn't it? Yeah, I was. was I time. was done at that point, um, but I couldn't even flounce off because there, were, there weren't any flights. <laughs> there was nowhere to flounce. I know that was Tommy Bed and read a book. It was a. Uh, it was one of those. It was a bad moment, actually. That. And it's a shame because on paper it looked like it would be a really good thing to do. But it just wasn't, was it? It was just the wrong time for lots of things, for lots yeah, of reasons. Yeah, I mean, it was it was partly circumstance because I'd felt, I'd you know, I'd got on a plane and gone to uh, Portugal having just moved house. Yeah. Not actually moved house but left a house and was living in temporary accommodation yeah uh with a new baby and um and a partner who just got ill who was getting better and so i got on the plane and then got worse by the time i got off the plane you know and then i phoned home and she was really ill i think what you and should have done really i think I the, these days anyway, we'd have said you, know. you should go back home you know but yeah, in those but, days but then, we didn't. British Airways had gone on strike that week. It was it was just a, a perfect storm of shit. Yeah. Uh, BA had gone on strike. The band had already hired the hire car, so I my name wasn't on the hire car documents, and I wasn't insured to drive it. Oh, that's right. So I couldn't even get in a car and drive, and we we and then we had a sort of a big row on night one. I hated the sound in the room and couldn't do anything about it and because all the sound engineers had gone home. <laughs> so yeah, because yeah, you arrived late. And it was a loud room <laughs> as well. It was a perfect, and Ian, it was horrible a, had a stone floor. and Yeah, it, which it made a, the band really happy because it was going, bang, crash, derang. And then I came in and couldn't hear my voice, couldn't hear anything, couldn't control anything. So I was suddenly the kind of the... Um, yeah, that bring us the down, downer. man. Yeah, you know, I yeah. was the I was the downer in the room, um, and uh, yeah, it all sort of it all sort of spun into a bit of an argument, and I was in no fit state to deal with a bit of an argument because I was thinking about what's going on at home and everything. Yeah. So it was just all of that, really. So that was the point at which I thought, Do you know what? I think I might be done with this. I might. Mm. 
I'm like, yeah, go back to the milk round. <laughs> but but the, do you know what's interesting about that? When you say it like that, and, and with the benefit of all this time and hindsight and what have you, actually it was exactly what you said. It was a perfect storm. Just perfect storm. A whole thing of things that came together. Because if you think about it, you know, what comes after that? You know, what albums come after that? Yeah. You know, Sounds well, like it, it May comes out of that. Fear comes after that. Any Another couple of albums, we don't even know what they're called, come after that. Because clearly, because we've got to 20 somehow. So Yes. Yeah. You the know, ones that Lucy put out, yeah, that we've yet to discover. Yeah, discover what they're even called. <laughs> um, Lucy's holding back on us. Yes. <laughs> Do we think that Lucy and Ian are sat in some form of Bond-esque layer <laughs> control room just... Pushing buttons and controlling us all. Quite. Yeah, I reckon that house in Tring is not where they really live. It's <laughs> just where, they, where, you, where you go, you know, yeah. now and again. I think if you press a button, the whole lounge goes down 400 oh, feet. Oh, that's those right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. opens up at the bottom. To where they really live. Yes. In yeah. Stainless and steel and pools of piranhas and yeah, all of that. Stainless steel and pools of piranhas. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, Pete, that's been that's absolutely fantastic. fantastic. Thank you ever so much. Oh, is that it? I, I feel like I haven't really said anything, actually. <laughs> you haven't got started, that's TCD, Pete. That, honestly, <laughs> honestly, that's what we do. Is that it? Right. This is I haven't even told you about my bread making. I mean, you know. Oh, hang on then. Oh, come on. No, go on. We'll, we'll <laughs> extend let's, it. Let's, let's add an extra couple of minutes. Tell us about your bread making. Well, well it all started because we went to pool at the weekend and some friends of ours... Um, showed us how to make bread. And it's like, I said, oh, you got a bread maker then? She said, oh, no, we just do it, just do it on, the, on, the, on the top, you know, the worktop. So it's just flour, buttermilk, an egg, you know, a bit, a bit of salt, and you sort of knead it all together and put it in the oven, and it makes great bread. So I made some sourdough. Uh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I made some... <laughs> now no, I made something. Now what was it? I made it this morning. Um, it was soda bread. I made soda, soda bread. bread. Yeah, right. Because it has a bit of bicarbonate of soda in it as well to help it rise. Right. Could you do but, me a favour? Yeah. Can we share the recipe in the notes? <laughs> I guess we could. Actually, I Is guess that we right? could. Yeah. Let's let's. I think so. Let's instead of doing the notes for this week's episode, let's just share your bread recipe. Oh, all right then. Because we normally do a little bit of a paragraph that goes with the episode. <clears throat> but I think your bread recipe would be far better. Right, okay. Right. Well, I had Perfect. some I had some for lunch. I had a late lunch because it was still cooling down, but it was really, really good, actually. Right, right. Okay, but, well, if you've also got a photo, that would be great because that can go on H's Instagram feed because Lucy's constantly go. telling me don't post <laughs> enough pictures. Why don't <laughs> Pizza, well, I might pizza have a, loaf. I haven't got. <laughs> yeah, you haven't got a chef's hat of you. No, I haven't <laughs> got a chef's hat. I but bet you, you can, have. you can, you can, you can put one on me, can't you? You can Photoshop that if you were so wish. <laughs> Photoshopping a chef's hat. I will. I, you, you should know, and I'll, I could write this in actually. That um, it's actually a. It's supposed to be for a, like a sweet bread, right? So we kind of halve the amount of sugar it says in the recipe, right? Okay. And that makes it more savoury sort of bread that you right, nor okay. normally eat. You can what asterisk times? that then as the Travis edition. 
Yeah. Variant. Right. Yes, the, ver- <laughs> the, the variant. The variant's not a word we're using anymore, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't think it is, no. No. Well, Pete, it's been fat. Um, Thank you very it, much. Love, it, love to have come back at some point if you fancy, if you fancy yeah, doing this again in the future. I'd love to. Oh, great. I'll cook something else and we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, when you've got another recipe. <laughs> <laughs> what shall I make? Oh, banana bread. I made banana bread for the kids oh. a few years ago as well. Right. A few years ago? You're well, not a regular were, then. When they were kids. No, I'm not a regular cook, you see. Right. But I thought, yeah, I should start, you know, branching out from right. porridge. Because <laughs> I'm the porridge maker in the family. This is going well over the, the allotted time, isn't it? Yeah, the Never gift mind. that keeps on giving, Pete. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> right, we better, we better bring it to an end. Yeah, H, have bless. you got anything to, to finish 68 off with? I always ask you this. Uh, blessed are the porridge makers. Thank you, Mr. Um, maybe we should call this episode Pete Needs the Dough. The bass player's taken all my dough. And said, cheers, H, I have to go Baking on a sunny afternoon Said he might make us gone He's gone to stick the oven on Baking on a sunny afternoon Someone calls himself B. Patrick T. Thanks for subscribing wherever you may be. And Pat Hart jumped aboard the train. And I'm so thrilled I can't explain. Bacon on a sunny afternoon. There's a love. Thanks for listening to the Corona Diaries. It featured Steve Hogarth with the insights and me, Ant Short, with the questions. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider subscribing and maybe leaving a review as this will help others find it. You could even share with other like-minded souls, should the mood take you. This has been an A Short Stories production. <laughs>